Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austin Night. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. However, I am underqualified for my job as I am and have always been an enthusiastic amateur. Today we are going to be discussing Chapter 15 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. In Chapter 15, Mr. Collins wants to marry a Bennet. <laughs> There's a walk into Meryton, Mr. Wickham appears, and there's a silent confrontation between him and Mr. Darcy. So the chapter starts off with quite a good description of Mr. Collins. Um, Mr. Collins was not a sensible man. He was little assisted by educational society. The subjugation which his father had brought him up had given him originally a great humility of manner. Now he was a mixture of pride and obsequiousness, self-importance and humility. Having now a good house and very sufficient income, he intended to marry, and in seeking a reconciliation with the Longbourn family, he had a wife in view. This was his plan of amends, of atonement for inheriting their father's estate, excessively generous and disinterested on his own part. However, he knows that they're beautiful, so I'm not sure quite how disinterested that really is. He obviously first is interested in Jane, but then moves to Elizabeth, which I find quite funny while Mrs. Bennet was stirring the fire. Elizabeth, equally next to Jane in birth and beauty, succeeded her. Of course. And Mrs. Bennet, the man whom she could not bear to speak of the day before, was now high in her good graces, showing Mrs. Bennet's inconsistency. How she will change her mind about people depending on the circumstances. There's a good description of Wickham when he turns up. Everyone goes for a walk into Meryton and Mr. Collins goes with them. And they meet Mr. Wickham for the first time. The young man wanted only regimentals to make him completely charming. He had all the very best part of beauty, a fine countenance, a good figure and a very pleasing address. Coupled with a happy readiness of conversation. So he's quite charming even on first acquaintance. Except he meets Darcy and they both change colour. One looked white and the other red. There's quite a bit of discussion about who turns white and who turns red. We could assume that it's Wickham who turns white because he is then the next person who is discussed. And then Mr. Darcy is the one that turns red because he. this is the order. So it says white and red and then the next paragraph, the, sorry, the next sentence says Mr. Wickham and then Mr. Darcy. So if it is Wickham turning white, he'd be turning white with fear potentially. And Mr. Darcy turning red with anger, which I think suits quite well the circumstances. Uh, after that, they take Mr. Collins to Mrs. Phillips, their aunt's house, and he apologises for his intrusion. And Mrs. Phillips was quite awed by such an excess of good breeding, so he's charming, Mrs. Phillips. Mr. Collins repeated his apologies in quitting the room and was assured with unwearing civility that they were perfectly needless. So I think one of the themes of this chapter is manners or visiting. Can we take Mr. Collins apologising as good manners? Possibly not, but some people might. Um, we also introduce Mr. Wickham in this, in this chapter, which is quite important, and we introduce the conflict with Mr. Darcy immediately that he is introduced. So that creates a little bit of mystery about what's going on. 
how likely is it these two people would run into each other? Um, so it's quite a coincidence. Obviously, Mr. Wickham would have preferred to have avoided Mr. Darcy, so it's unlikely that he purposely chose to be somewhere where Mr. Darcy was going to be because it's harder for him to lie about who he is. And this is my summary of Chapter 15 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. You have been listening to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at Frances Duncan Writes and on Twitter at Frances underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and I wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice heavily pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!